Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's intimidating as an Asian woman to do your eyes because, first of all, no one ever taught us how to do it and all the magazines that we ever read like never cater to us. I'm Kirby. And I'm Sarah. Welcome Welcome to to Los Los Angeles. Every week, we break down the most important beauty news and launches, interview your favorite beauty experts, influencers, and celebrity guests, and review our favorite beauty products of the moment as your beauty editor BFFs from the beautiful and great city of Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos! We hope you stay a while. (laughs) Cute. That's cute. Sarah. Kirby. Big news. What's the news? For my personal life. Ooh, yes. Nothing too exciting. Everything's uh, except exciting. For the, except for the fact that I finished The Office. <gasps> I saw. And I also bought Pots of Gold from <gasps> Salt and Straw. What do you think? Was this the first time for you? Yeah. And? I'd never had Pots of Gold. For those that are not aware, Pots of Gold is basically like Lucky Charms. Cereal milk. This cereal milk ice cream. It's my favorite, favorite ice cream flavor of all time. It only comes out once a year from Salt and Straw in March. So for the past five, like four or five years, that's been like my go-to. That's like one thing that I have to do in March is stock up on pots of gold. So what did you think? I, I love it. It's so <gasps> okay. good. It's so good. I got two pints and Salt and Straw wrote this really nice note on the bag like, thanks for your support. I was like, okay, I'll buy more. Oh my God, so nice. Yeah, I know. I know that in LA, there's like a big like ice cream wars, the conversation between like Jenny's and Salt and Straw and Cool House. I mean, they're not like native to LA, but Salt and Straw just has my heart. Yeah, I like their flavors. They're just so creative. Yes, exactly. They're like, oh, you're like, I wouldn't have thought of that. I love that. I love it. So if you're, you don't have to be in LA to get pots of gold. I actually ordered through the website and they sent me five, it, the minimum was five pints and it shipped from Portland because that's where it's based out of. So I'm sure that, you know, anywhere you are in the United States, you get yourself some pots of gold. I'm pretty sure that the Disney Plus show with ja- Jeff Goldblum about ice cream, mm-hmm. it, they go, I think, I believe to Portland and they oh. go to the Salt and Straw factory and learn about Ooh. how they create flavors. That's so fun. That show I is, need to watch that. It's a really interesting show. They went to BeautyCon for a beauty oh, episode. Right. Yep. It was real it's a really good show. I I it would be like my dream show. They learn you learn about um denim, I believe, with Levi's. Very, very interesting show. Oh. I know. Is it I like know. ongoing or was it a series? It's a series. I don't know if they it's ongoing because the pandemic happened, but sure. you know. I was just watching Little Baby Yoda and then Jeff Goldblum on Disney Plus in 2019. So there we go. So naive. So much so much happiness back then. <laughs> just kidding. We're getting, we're getting back into it. Everyone's getting their vaccines. The world is slowly reopening. I don't think... My best friends don't listen to this podcast except for one of them, Giselle, who's also like our acting attorney. But yeah. um, <laughs> Giselle, Melody, and Emily, they know... 
Operation Body Roll, Las Vegas, <laughs> after we're vaccinated, we're going to get extremely hammered, stay out all night, and party in Vegas. Things I never would have said before this pandemic. Just throwing that right? out there. So, okay. <laughs> this is a really fun episode. We had an amazing, amazing response to our Friday episode with Daniel Kioi. Obviously, incredible human being. Y'all loved his story, loved hearing about what it takes to create a beauty product. We should have him back to talk about creating a beauty brand because that's like a whole other beast. Absolutely. But during the protests last June for Black Lives Matter, we had Kayla on the show to talk about what we could be doing more um, to help out the black community. Um, and then we also broke down our favorite black beauty brands we talked you know we posted about it on our instagram so we've posted about some of our favorite aapi beauty brands on instagram and figured this episode if you're in the market for some new beauty products or a new follow on instagram or twitter or somewhere or you just want to know how to help we're going to shout out some of our favorites and some people that we've been following and respect and we think that you should know about so sarah yes. do you want to kick things off Yes. Okay. So this was really hard for me and I know that it was really hard for you too, Kirby, to pick just a few brands to speak about. Um, but I am going I know. To you said you said pick one brand. I'm like, I know. Mm, I know. That's not going to work. That's I know. It's not going to work. Kirby, pick Sorry. four to talk about. Um, <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. But it's okay. It's okay. Um, I'm going to talk about the, the, okay. the first brand I want to talk about is Coco Kind. Um, I'm actually surprised we have not had Priscilla Sai, the founder, on our podcast yet, but I'm sure that we will. We have many, many more episodes to come. So for those of you who are not familiar with Coco Kind, um, they are a sustainable, vegan, and affordable beauty brand, skincare brand. Um, their products range from $15 to $25, so they're super, super affordable, and they're made with really beautiful ingredients like green tea extracts, a lot of like Asian botanicals. Um, Priscilla is uh, an Asian American. Obviously, her parents came from Taiwan. Um, she has shared that, you know, um, she has learned so much. Um, her work ethic is inspired by how hardworking her parents were. Um, you know, when they moved here, they had nothing. Um, and that's why, you know, she wanted to start a brand all on her own. Um, and I have I've loved uh, all of the Cocoa Kinds products that I've tried, but I specifically love the Matcha Face Moisturizer. Kirby, have you tried this product yet? Or have you tried Cocoa Kind? No. I've never tried Cocoa Kind. Oh, that's a first. I, 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 I've heard of Cocoa Kind. Yeah. And you've probably seen it on it. Instagram. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like super cute. So the Matcha Face Moisturizer is like very velvety and whipped. Like when you look at it, you almost like, want to eat it because you're like ooh matcha like a, it's like a mousse but don't eat it put it on your face it's super smooth very hydrating it's made with that organic matcha tea powder it's also made with uh, organic pomegranate seed oil and green tea extract um, and so it'll help your skin's natural barrier function it's got all that antioxidants um, and I like to use it um, in the like winter time but I would also use it in the summer. It's just a great like year round moisturizer. Um, and again, super affordable. So you can like go heavy, you know, bring it down to your ta-tas, <laughs> put it on your hands and then you don't feel bad. And then you just buy another yeah. one. Yeah. Because it's only 25 bucks. So yeah. the pro I love the price point. Me too. Me too. That's exciting to yeah. me. Yeah. 
initially the first brand I was going to talk about was Crave Beauty. The founder, Leah Yu, um, she is Korean. She moved to the United States in 2018. Um, you have probably heard of Crave because of the Beat Shield. The Beat Shield, they say, is you know an mm-hmm. antioxidant protecting fluid, but it's made with certain mm-hmm. UV protectors that aren't – how do I uh, – it's not that they're not approved for SPF use in the yeah. United States. Like the FDA hasn't approved them just yet. But these are very sophisticated UV filters that a lot of Korean brands use. So they can't call the Beat Shield a sunscreen. And I remember initially when I heard of it, I was like, is this a scam? Are they just trying to tell us what is this? And then I obviously read more into Crave Beauty as one should when you're suspect of something. <laughs> And was like, wow, this is incredible. Well, as it turns out, the Beach Shield has been sold out for I don't even know how long. Like, I've even been in touch with Leah, Mm -hmm. and um, they don't have it available. So it's obviously such a hugely popular product. Oh, my God. Kirby, are you jealous? Because I'm actually currently using that. Yeah, I am, actually. So (laughs) shut the hell up. This is like, no, what was the product? Tell me right now. What was the product you kept throwing in my face when we first got this this podcast started? Oh, um. Oh. The glass skin refining serum. Oh, the glass skin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. I don't that. even. No, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that you have something that I don't have. It's I great. only read. So I've had it, and I rediscovered it. It was like in the back of my skincare shelf or whatever. And then when when we moved, I was like, oh my god, I've been wanting to try this. I didn't know I even had it. Sorry to brag. Anyways, it's amazing. Yeah. Cool. Thrilled for you. <laughs> Thrilled for you and your protected face. No, but I think the Thanks. thing to, to know about Crave and Leah specifically is like Leah has been using her voice, speaking out against these AAPI hate crimes for a while now. She was like one of the first people to really step up and say, hey, this is a problem and we need to address it and fix it. I love what she posted recently. She said that my brand is doing great. Crave Beauty is fine. We're we're doing really, really well, actually. Instead, support your local mom and pop shops at your local Koreatown or local Chinatown, um, especially. And uh, I, I thought that was really, that's like the sign of a true leader. That's what leaders do. They help those in need. So if you do live close to a Koreatown or a Chinatown and you are looking for beauty products, go to your local beauty supply in that area. Buy from your local Asian grocers. I admittedly have not yet, but I plan on doing that because I saw her post on Instagram and it's just like, it takes one person encouraging you to do something like that that's like, oh, okay, now I'm going to go do it. And she probably encouraged and influenced a lot of other people to do it as well. So totally. And for those of our listeners and Kirby, I don't know if you have ever frequented like an Asian market. It is an experience that everyone should partake in. And I promise you, you will become a frequent Asian grocery store shopper because I I obviously like have a nostalgia connected to it because I would like go to the store with my mom and I I used to hate it because I would be like, oh my God, it smells, mom. But then I would, you know, pick up all of my favorite treats. And now I'm actually so close to so many more Asian markets and it's like the best thing ever. And so I highly, highly encourage you. There's 
like Kirby said, there's always a Chinatown, a Koreatown, little Filipino town in your major city, um, or not maybe not even in your major city. Like check it out on Yelp. You will not be disappointed. You will find some of your new favorite treats, and there's always like a little beauty section. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guarantee you'll find something mm-hmm. there too. So I need you to make me a shopping list because my whole thing is I get nervous because totally, if I, if totally. I don't know, it's intimidating. Yeah, I get it's in a different language. Yeah, yeah. so I don't want to. I don't want to look like a dork not knowing what I'm <laughs> shopping for. I think that's my biggest fear is looking like a complete dork because I'm like, You're wait, I don't know what to buy. I don't know. I just have this overwhelming fear of looking like a dork they would never they would never so all that being said this is a beauty podcast so if you are looking for a new beauty product check out crave beauty the beat shield like i said is currently sold out but they have a matcha hemp cleanser that's great um they have a bunch of different products i think they have five but um leah is really all about sustainability and not overconsumption. so i really love that her her launches are very very thoughtful Okay, what is your next brand? Okay, so the next two brands I am going to talk about are like well-known. You guys all know that we love them. But I just want to give them another chance to be in the spotlight because the founders are two of my favorite people. And especially uh, during the past few months have really been using their platform to speak out. And so I want to talk about Soko Glam, which we know is a wonderful K-beauty retailer founded by Charlotte Cho and her husband. Um, And then, you know, Charlotte Cho also went on to create Then I Met You and Good Skin Days Ahead. Um, I don't need to tell you about the products that we love that Charlotte's made, but, you know, if, if we need to be reminded, the Good Skin Days See the Day Serum, the Then I Met You Living Cleansing Balm. Um, she also sells one of my favorite essences, the Neogen Real Ferment Micro Essence. Kirby, have you ever used that? No. <gasps> okay, you have to get your hands on that. I've gone through like three bottles uh, over the last year and a year and a half. It's like my go-to. Like I'll tr- I, I use it. I use it to the last drop. Then I try another essence and I'm like, well, I need to go back. The reason I wanted to bring up Soko Glam and Charlotte Cho is, like I said, because she is such a leader um, among Asian Americans in the beauty industry right now. She is never afraid to speak out and be one of the first to speak out. Um, uh, Like she always uses her platform, her business to like put herself out there but also like support and uplift the Asian American community which I so respect especially because it's hard being a business owner and using your platform to be an activist it's controversial right and you're 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 uh risking losing customers Mm. um advertisers people might not want to work with you but she's always like whatever this is who i am and i am going to speak against all these anti-asian attacks all these hate crimes and she's also spent a lot of time this past month like urging other beauty brands to speak out as well and she has raised money too over the past few weeks She has donated over $15,000 towards the AAPI communities, which I just think is so, so incredible because she's already done so much, but she continues to do the work. um, And I really just admire her so, so much. Yes, we stand Charlotte. She's amazing. Um, If you haven't fully read or learned about her story, plug here. I wrote about it for Allure and you can go 
learn about her big beauty break and oh yes all of the gumption it took to get soko soko glam off the ground so we love char we love her okay next up i want to shout out ranavat botanics so Michelle Ranavat is a first-generation Indian-American. She is the goodness of the world wrapped into a tiny little package. And she has just, she is a, you know, like I said, first-generation Indian-American. And she, um, it was her trip to India to kind of learn a little bit more about her roots when she decided to create Ranavat. And it's all about, Ranavat's all about wearing your crown and having a ritual and feeling luxurious and royal and and that aspect of self-care and skincare. And a lot of the products, all of the products, are influenced by Indian ingredients. 2% of the proceeds from your Rondavat purchase will go to the Desai Foundation, which is a nonprofit that empowers women and children in India. So I don't think a lot of people realize that. Um, and I thought that's that is specifically a really special selling point, unique selling point when it comes to Ranavat. Um, for me personally, I, I'm a friend of Michelle's and I, I adore her and I think she's just an incredible woman. My favorite product from her line is the Brightening Saffron Serum. It's a bit pricey, okay? I think it's like 120 something dollars. It is beautiful, like no doubt about that. That saffron is really helping to brighten up the skin. The texture is gorgeous. So if you kind of lean a little bit more towards like an oil serum, I would say that this is a really nice brightening product to integrate into your routine. That being said, I know some of y'all are like, I don't have the cash right now to throw down. <laughs> We're living in a pandemic. It's a pan a panty world over here. So she makes sample sizes that you can buy on the website to test out over a couple of weeks to see if you see results or see if you even like it. So I believe that there is like a small sample size of that brightening serum that you can buy for 20 something dollars to test out. But if you want to support um, an Indian American woman who who is doing really great things with her brand, highly, highly suggest Ranavat. Completely co-sign. I love Michelle so, so much. And you're so right. She is just like all the goodness wrapped in her tiny, tiny self. She is so, so sweet. And her products are so beautiful. They make such great gifts too, because it really is when you receive it, it feels so special because of the way that it's packaged and like the pa like the bottle is beautiful. And then like Kirby said, it's like such a ritual when you are using it, like you really feel like you are like treating yourself in this like self care moment. So the last brand I want to talk about surprise, surprise, maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> Again, Tatcha does not pay me. So I want to talk about Tatcha because I uh, I love all their products genuinely and because I think Vicky Sai is a role model to me. I think she's just one of the most inspiring Asian American women in the beauty industry. Kirby, you know she stepped down from her CEO role at Tatcha like sometime last year, was it? She posted on her Instagram on March 8th. I don't know if you saw this. It was all about, it was for International Women's Day. And she made this carousel of uh, quotes that these white men told her about how she couldn't run a company. And that's why she believed like deep down that she didn't deserve to lead Tatcha because of all these things that these men were were telling her. Let me let me read some of these quotes that people told Vicky Sai, who previous uh, to to starting Tatcha 
was killing it as one of the um what was she a marketing executive at at starbucks and she had like her mba like she was just like one of the smartest and talented women hardworking women let me just let me read some of these quotes someone said i'll tell you what your problem is you need to get a real ceo she said said to me by a white male organization development consultant in 2018 and then someone said you have a lazy founder i'll be speaking to leadership about pulling our purchase orders and this was said on three occasions to her team directly by a white male merchant someone has said that her ego is so big that she's willing to hurt the company in order to remain CEO. Can you imagine saying this to sweet Vicky Sai? Yeah, someone called her borderline aggressive, said by a white male executive. So that was back then. She stepped back into the CEO role again in January 2021. Good for you, Vicky Sai. We love to see it. And you, I can't think of anyone who, I, I'm honestly, I was really saddened to learn that that was the reason that she stepped down. I had no clue. I wish I could say every person that I think said that to her because I have some ideas <laughs> for sure. Some guesses. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so so she wrote in her Instagram post, I'm just going to read it. She said, Despite my credentials and track record, I allowed myself to believe that I didn't deserve to lead the company that I founded and ran for a decade because of what men told me. I also wonder how much race played into this dynamic. I have been complicit in their behavior because I have protected them with my silence. My daughter just turned 11. I want a different future for her and for you. I promise to use my voice going forward to create a more beautiful future for all women. If you have a story to share, I encourage you to tell it. I believe you and I support you. Like goosebumps. There's nothing more validating than when men say fucking stupid shit and then they come back around and then they need you. Let me tell you that. That is, yep. if you could bottle up that feeling and spritz it all around, I'd do yep. that every effing day. I'd pay a pretty penny for that bottle. Yep. Um, and so, yes, so we love Vicky and she's always, um, you know, uplifted women uplifted the asian american community but one thing i'm not sure that everyone knows is that when they purchase a product from tatcha they are supporting a child's education so when you buy that dewy dewy moisturizer um you know the the new powder when you are have you tried you've tried it oh i love the new silk powder is it it is i love the I i've talked about well people and how i love their powder my new powder is is the silk powder from Tatcha. It's beautiful. I wear it on bare skin. It looks amazing. Oh. It has this pearling, like this pearlescent blurring quality. It's incredible. Oh my God, amazing. Okay, so when you purchase that, you will be supporting a child's ed education. Vicky has been uh, supporting Room to Read ever since she started the company. Every purchase you make supports students around the world through mentorship or material support or life skills education. Yeah, I just wanted to highlight how how much I admire and love Vicky and I know Kirby feels the same way. I, I'm so glad you shared that post. I didn't see it. I totally missed that. So love it. Okay. So my last brand is called Self Made. And while this is not a brand that I have personally tried yet, I wanted to give it a shout out because I really, really love the USP of the brand. And if y'all aren't familiar, the USP is the unique selling point of the brand. Self Made isn't just skincare. They like to focus on mental health and self-care as well, but not, not in the sense of, oh, you know, just be gentle with yourself. They're really talking about 
things that are important like having a good relationship with yourself so that it will help you to feel more confident in your relationship with others. Um, This is like very much like a Gen Z, I feel, type brand. If you go to the website, it's it's bright, it's pretty, it's very digitally savvy. Um, But I found it because I, I was searching for brands that weren't so popular you know I I, mm-hmm. I love yeah. so many Asian brands um, or Asian founded brand brands rather but everybody knows that we love Peach and Lily and Alicia Yoon that's kind of a given right so um, when I found self-made I went to their website and I went to the about us and the founder Stephanie is a first generation Chinese and Vietnamese American And they only have two products. I don't even think the second product has launched yet. It's a scrub and it's meant to be used on your scalp. It's meant to be used on your body um, and things like that. The product that they do have out is called Secure Attachment. It's a serum. It appears based on the ingredients that they highlight to be great for sensitive skin. Um, they, They use a unique ingredient that is called the Italian straw flower. It's a part of the daisy family and it's antibacterial and anti-inflammatory. So if you have redness, I have a feeling that this would probably kind of like a snow mushroom help to relieve redness and like make your skin appear more bright and pristine. Um, It also includes other ingredients like uh, hyaluronic acid, aloe, things like that, that help soothe, hydrate and protect your barrier, which is super important, especially if you have sensitive skin. So that being said, they both, there's only two products, you know, there's not a lot to, to be overwhelmed by. And I loved, I just, the brand overall, everything that they're doing is a home run for me. So I placed an order for Secure Attachment, their serum, and I'll let you all know how I like it. But if you are in the market for a new serum, go check it out. Their uh, web- The brand is called Self Made. This is such a cute brand. Right? Super cute. They're the experts, uh, their ex- team of expert advisors um oh that was the other thing i was gonna say um their their expert advisors are all women of color and then they have a junior advisory advisory board board. which is so smart yeah and it's young women that are basically chiming in to help with the development of the products which i think is awesome this is really really cool we should definitely let me know how you like it i will also try it out and maybe we can have her on i don't need to harp on the whole self-love uh, aspect of the brand but it says our mission is to create a radical self-love movement for all of us, all of us to build our own self-worth story we envision a world where we all believe we are worthy as we already are and we are committed to de- democratizing mental health which i think is super important and then you know on the about us page they have she has a list of resources for those who are experience any mental health crises which i think is really cool oh yeah Na- national suicide prevention line trans lifeline open path collective therapy for black girls therapy den so really i think this is an awesome brand i haven't even tried a product yet and y'all know i'm pretty i don't normally throw out praise for brands i haven't even tried their products yet but i i'm they have clinicals they have all the right people behind it i have i'm i can't wait to get it in my hands and actually start using Using it so I'll keep y'all posted okay Kirby let's move on to the one beauty person we are suggesting our glam Gelinos to follow 
The person that I am suggesting you guys follow is Mian Chan. She is one of our homies, a former beauty editor. She is now a video director at Condé Nast. I've always admired Mian's work. I've been following her work since she was just like a wee baby beauty editor. Kind of like before I feel like she found her like beauty identity. She's always known who she is even then, even when she was exploring makeup and beauty and self-expression, I feel like. And now when you go on her Instagram, I mean, she has like so many followers. She's become so huge and rightfully so. And I just love that she's just so unapologetically herself, even like when she was hosting Beauty With Me series on Refinery. And I was reading uh, an interview with her about how she loved doing beauty with me um, and she's really sad that it's no longer because she still gets messages from all of these asian american girls who have told her that that she inspired them to do their makeup to not be afraid to wear bold bright colors to not be afraid to wear eye makeup and you know even though it's intimidating as an asian woman to do your eyes because First of all, no one ever taught us how to do it. And all the magazines that we ever read would like never cater to us. And we'd always be like, well, I, I can't do a cat eye on my, my eye. Well, now that's not an issue um, thanks to YouTube and, you know, women like me and um, and I'm glad that she is still continuing to, you know, make tutorials and do those things on her own personal socials, because I think we definitely need people like her, especially in the beauty industry. And personally for me, like, even though like I could not pull off like 90% of the looks that she creates, like I still watch it from start to finish. I'll watch it again. It's so relaxing to watch because it's like watching Bob Ross paint, right? It's like art um, and she has so much fun with it. And it, it makes me think like, I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I could do that. Maybe I could try that. Um, so yeah, I love Mian. Um, and I'm just so appreciative of everything that she's done, um, you know, as a, a leader in the Asian American uh, beauty space. Um, so if you don't follow her already, you definitely should. Me Anne and I went on our first press trips together. Oh, yeah. Tart <laughs> to Hawaii. We had a gay all time. It was great. Um, I, and I, I have a soft spot for me and I, I just love her. We were both like, what the hell's going on? So when, when you have a moment like that together, yeah, I yeah. feel like you're just linked for life. It's like Christina totally. and Kayla when they went to, where did they go together? Yeah. Tuscany? Oh, I can't remember. No. Where did they go? They went somewhere together and they were like naked and they saw each other naked many times. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, okay, we're, we're bonded for life now. <laughs> That's totally what happens on those trips because you are thrown in this super foreign place that you've never been to with people that you don't know and then you're like okay you and me yeah, yeah we're together and this is it well that's us yeah that's us that's how we became that's us. yeah <laughs> that's us so i want to highlight this person that i recently started following but i have a huge crush on her she is one of those people that i'd be totally intimidated to meet irl because i just think she's so cool and usually my whole strategy when i meet someone that i think is so cool is to be like hi i'm really i'm a loser and i'm so dumb it's really nice to meet you i'm not cool enough to be around you <laughs> okay first of all I totally do that too and then I get so embarrassed and I think about that interaction like for the rest of my life two you shouldn't do that because you are very cool and they should be honored that you are speaking to them I did I did that with Troy and Belisario of Pretty Little Liars and I showed up told her I was like I truly just don't think I should be here talking to you because I think you're so cool and she was like oh my god stop right now I'm gonna hit you if you say that again <laughs> Uh, so I need to stop that. I need to stop yeah, that. You clearly. need to stop. So her name is Jez Chung. 
And she lives her life so authentically. She's not a beauty person per se, okay? She's not a beauty editor, makeup artist. She's she's not somebody we even normally talk about on this podcast, but she is a true creative in every sense of the word. She's a poet, a philosopher, a performer. I know she's hired a lot to talk to creatives to try to get them like out of their ruts. She talks a lot about imposter syndrome, your mental health, affirmations. I, I have written here, her feet is like being enveloped in a cozy hug. She'll talk about like really hard topics that you're like damn yeah this is happening and what can we do to change it and like what can be the cultural shift here but then she does a really really great job of inspiring you especially if you are in a creative field and you like to create things I'm my worst enemy I, I won't post things I won't do things because I have this fear of okay but what if it fails what if it isn't as good as I think it is and she kind of walks you through okay this is how you should operate from a creative standpoint all that being said the reason that I'm highlighting her is because she does amazing makeup I think she just recently started partnering with a like there's like a beauty brand in the future that's partnering with her I hope that more brands start partnering with her now especially in the beauty Mm -hmm. space because I think there could be a really cool synergy between the topics that she discusses and the inspiration that she gives people and the makeup that she does on herself her makeup is bold it's bright it's very very artistic um she'll do like these these strokes around her eyes that look like feathers I mean they're neon they're you know she does some more neutral looks but everything is usually super bright and super fun I mean I I honestly found her because I thought her makeup was cool so I think she brings so much to the table and I think she's definitely worth following especially if you like that intersection of inspiration and philosophy and create creating and then makeup amazing okay so now the last thing we want to touch on is an organization that we think that you guys should either follow support or donate i'm a very proud and active member of the asian american girl club it was founded by ali maki a fellow capricorn kirby and i love her you may have uh, seen her. Or she's an actress. You, we talked about this. She used to be a Disney star, which amazing. Um, but she is so much more than that. Um, she is an incredible human, a, a wonderful, wonderful woman who started this organization to just create a community for Asian American women. I don't know if I've ever talked about this with you, Kirby, but um, so like with being Asian American, like growing up, especially like the uh, experience that Allie and I had. So she grew up in like a little town in Washington that was predominantly Caucasian. I grew up in a predominantly Caucasian um, city in San Diego. And when you're one of the only few Asians, and then you come across another group of friends where there's like one Asian girl, you would think that you would want to connect with that person. But what happens is you are competitive with that person because you're like, no way, I am known as the Asian girl in the friend group. We don't have room for you. And so there was a lot of, and Ali and I talked about this a lot, where there's like a lot of Asian girl on girl hate growing up, which is really just so sad. Um, And I don't see that happening anymore, which I'm really grateful for. And I think a lot of it is because of people like Ali clubs and organizations like Asian American Girl Club where we are taught to celebrate each other and empower each other and that's what she is um, 
you know, that was her main goal in creating Asian American Girl Club, just to have a, a community where you can go and feel comfortable and support each other and talk and share these stories and realize you are not alone and you don't have to compete with each other and you can be friends. And uh, another reason she uh, created Asian American Girl Club is because she wanted to redefine what it means to be an Asian American woman. And I think that's really important right now in light of everything that's happened in, in Atlanta, but also just has been happening forever, especially in the United States, being, you know, an Asian American woman, extremely, you know, objectified, um, the sexualization and fetishization of being an Asian American woman. I don't think it's a secret, um, but it's definitely all those conversations are like, coming up now because of what happened last week. I think that what Ali's doing through Asian American Girl Club by highlighting all of these different Asian American women um, in different fields and showing that we are more than just what the stereotype says that we are is so important, so profoundly important, especially for young Asian American girls who follow the club, people like my niece or, um, you know, her friends to know that that they can do more than just be like a doctor or, or a lawyer or a nurse or whatever. You know, we talk about it all the time. Representation is really, really important. So you don't have to be Asian to follow the group um, or to be a part of the group. You can, you know, follow them on Instagram. They create such amazing content. It's a great resource um, to learn about Asian American history. They host amazing events and discussions. I would give them a follow. Give Ali a follow. Um, I was going to say, there is a new member of the Asian American Girl Club. Do you know who it is? One, Mindy Kaling. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, I know that that has been one of Ali's goals was to get Mindy a shirt to wear and so I haven't really actually talked to her about that but that's huge huge oh yeah I saw it on Twitter first and I was like what the fuck it's like that's obviously I have the biggest girl crush on Mindy Kaling because she was a writer of the office and now the office is like has surpassed Parks and Rec for me which is a big deal so um we didn't even talk about how good the finale was I'm obsessed with Jim Halpert. I'm obsessed with that Of course man. you are. And I was like screaming at Pam for doing that to him. I was like, just let him go. Let him go to Philly. Let him go. Let him go to what Austin. What are you doing? Yeah. What the hell is wrong with you, Pam? She got it together. Anyways, um, <laughs> we, I, I, as Sarah said, you do not have to be Asian American to follow the Girl Club. I follow it and they are an amazing resource, especially when all of this was happening. I didn't know where to go. I was like, okay. What do I need to know? What can I be doing to help? They had um, amazing graphics in these carousels on their Instagram to say, hey, like, here's where you can donate. Here's what you can do. Here's what not to do. Um, I'm a big fan of Allie, obviously, and the Asian American Girl Club. Okay, so my organization, just real quick, um, I have one written here, but I I donated to the um, Stop AAPI Hate organization um at the before all of the events of last week it was like right around the time when these hate crimes were becoming more popular in the media so i donated there i think that's a great place to donate your money as well um, because that fund will go directly to aapi citizens another one that i think is worth shouting out is the 
APA Labor Alliance. They advocate for AAPI, um, you know, the community, fighting against oppression, and they have just a ton of resources on their website to help people, you know, get job, get get help monetarily if they need it. If you have experienced a racial injustice of any kind, they're, they're not just about op- oppression of AAPI citizens. They're like, any oppression is oppression. And they also have um, a COVID-19 fund that you can donate to. So we'll have all of that information available on the website. So you can just go there directly. And can I talk about one more? Yeah, real quick. It. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, I just want to really quickly mention one more organization, especially if you would like to donate to an organization that helps Asian elders who have been targeted over the past few months. Um, So it's called Heart of Dinner. And they uh, are based in New York and they exist to combat food insecurity and isolation within New York City's elderly Asian American community. They deliver care packages of hot lunches and fresh produce, lovingly paired with a handwritten and illustrated letter in Chinese or Korean, which I think is really, really sweet and just thoughtful and so so special. Because I recently learned um, that I didn't even know that Asian Americans have the highest poverty rate in New York City. And um, obviously a big part of that are the Asian elders. And so if you are looking for, if you are looking to support that community, I would highly suggest checking out Heart of Dinner. I understand why they're doing it for New York now. I was going to ask, I wonder if there is an, uh, like a chapter in LA or if there are different chapters around the country. But obviously, if, if the poverty rate is highest in New York, it makes sense to do it there for right now. Sure. Yeah. But I'm sure there are places in LA as well. And, and um, if you guys are listening, if you guys know of any that um, you think Kirby and I should call out, please let us know. I would love to help, you know, our community as well. All right. That is the end of this episode. I think that we, this was fun. It, it's important to talk about different brands, brands that you may not be regular purchasers from because you never know what you're missing out on. And it's really important to, we talk about expanding your media diet a lot and following a breadth of people to help inform your decisions. I also think it's important to make sure that your uh, beauty purchases aren't just white. (laughs) Um, If you loved this episode, please go leave us a five-star review on Apple. Subscribe. One thing that people don't realize is if you listen on Apple Podcasts and you're not subscribed to our podcast, the episode won't appear for you as quickly as it will if you are subscribed. So make sure that you're subscribed. Even if you don't listen every week, just subscribe. It helps us out. And share this podcast with a friend. Share it. Share this episode with a friend. Share one of your other favorite episodes. We really get the word out by word of mouth. So that's all we can ask for. We really appreciate all the kind words and and the support that you guys have shared with us over the past week, especially with last Friday's episode. And we will talk to you on Friday with a very interesting topic. Oh yeah, this is a special one. Um, This is a very special episode, especially if you are a mom or thinking about being a mom. You don't have to be a mom. Um, I don't want to give it away. Just look out. Look out. We've got two of uh, my like icons on the podcast. uh, Mine is Kirby because she's not on it. You're an icon as well. (laughs) Thank you for that clarification. All right, we'll talk to you on Friday. Bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 